Have you ever heard a song that you thought was really shit? A song that makes you wonder how did that become a hit? Sometimes you need to hear a discussion about that and Is oh, a thousand- is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a thousand and one songs that make you want to die. The podcast where we discuss songs so bad it makes you want to be mates with Jared Hain. Oh no, <laughs> I don't get it. I already oh. fucking. I already remembered why I fucking left this thing <laughs> just then. I've heard he's a good bloke. Um, yeah, and he's got a lot of time on his hands. He's he connects over phone once a week. He's um. He's he's quite sweet. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Can I ask um, Chibs write that or did you write that? That's actually a Chibsy line. I've just read it. <laughs> I've just read it verbatim. Uh, so, so that states the obvious. Obviously, I'm not Chibsy. Um, I'm going to have a crack today uh, of hosting today. It's Mad Dog here, but we do have trusty old Bevo. Hello. I cannot believe this, but we've got... Back from the fucking dead, straight out of Paul's parts, it's Zav. Can you believe it? Zav is back. Yeah, good day, mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Death's pretty, good. pretty fucking good. Won't fucking lie to you. <laughs> Wish I was still there. It's like a nice little sleep. It's so relaxing. Mm. Uh, but pressure. our very, very special guest tonight, and it is a pleasure, it's the voice of the Illawarra, but also Third an time absolute- champ. <laughs> He's an absolute sucker for punishment. It's Mr. <laughs> Marjay Sabah. Welcome, Marjay. Welcome, guys. It's great to be back again. This is, I think, the third time. I uh, feel privileged. Well, it goes to show the quality of the uh, product that the guys yeah, are putting we out get every the week. Ones back three times. We get the big names. <laughs> so Sabah three times. That is yeah. massive. That's a massive get for us. I think it's a big. That's get. three times more than Gretel Colleen too. So. <laughs> Griddle Colleen. <laughs> no, promise, not, the, promise the check will be in the mail soon, Marge. Yeah. Promise the check will be in the mail. It's not through lack of trying uh, with Gretel. No, no, but, she politely uh, declined, I'll say. We've even hit up her big brother, but he's declined too. <laughs> oh, those jokes are brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. What's song are we doing? No, we already talked about that. No, we haven't. We What's are doing... We no Air by Jordan Sparks and Chris Slugger Brown. So, look, the guys are here tonight, but there is one very important member missing, um, Dan. And unfortunately, Dan, um, he's had a recent death. He's fucking, he's dead. But, Dan. (laughs) Sorry. It's uplifting. 
Yeah, well, Marja, he did die in quite a uh, a funny way. So he was actually killed after putting two pillows on his back, kind of tied with electrical tape. And he asked a friend to shoot him with a shotgun, um, hoping the pillows would reduce the shot's uh, power. Uh, <laughs> it didn't work. Um, it's, it's classic, like, obviously. You know, you, you think you got, like, science in your head. Like when you're a kid and you think if I have a plastic bag and I jump off a higher thing, it's going to parachute me to safely to the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah. I'll be right. I actually had a mate in high school who um, he he blew into a glad bag and sealed it and then put his hand around it. And he was like, I'm going to punch the school fucking hall door and I'm pretty sure this will cushion the blow. And he just fucking <laughs> punched the door as hard as I've ever seen anyone punch the door and like cracked his fucking... Knuckle into cartoon, cartoon physics, which, isn't it? Which which fucking school did you go to? Uh, Edmund Rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. Not yeah. surprising. <laughs> so before we go on, Marge, how have you been, mate? Tell us about kind of how you've pulled up with COVID, how life's been, uh, how you're coming out of it. General, uh, yeah, general patch up. Yeah, you know, life life's been pretty good. Uh, it, it hasn't really affected me adversely, to be honest with you. I mean, I think it's affected. A lot of people more than it's affected me. Um, it, it's uh, it's a bit like the last two years on air has been just fucking COVID. We've been swamped with yeah. COVID, like, <laughs> and even now in the dying stages, for want of a better word, um, it, it's it's still you know COVID and the numbers mm. and the you know restrictions are lifted now and you can fucking dance and mm. yeah, like it's weird. So today, the the sixteenth, the seventeenth of uh, February. Uh, tomorrow you're not allowed to dance at a festival, but from the following Friday you can dance at a festival. Like, oh my it's god! Just, it, the whole thing has just been, and I can understand why people are skeptical about it. Like I'm mm. not an anti-vaxxer, I'm none of that. I'm not a fucking tin foil wearing hat conspiracy theorist. But like the way the government has handled this, you can understand why people are just all fucking marching in the streets and wanting their lives and freedoms back. You know. Mm. It's just enough already, hey. But I guess being, you know, a, a DJ radio host like yourself, it's probably business as usual, hey. It has been business as yeah. usual, yeah, except for the fact that, you know, every – every this is the first time in my whole uh, 25 years in broadcasting and even as a kid growing up, you know, watching the news, never has a story been front and centre mm. for so long. Like every news bulletin for the last two years – yeah. It's always started with COVID. Mm. I wonder if that's – I'm not old enough to know, but like, you know, Vietnam War kind of stuff, same thing. You'd just be like, okay, what's going on today? Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, guess, I mean, I was I, I was too young, but I guess, yeah, I guess the Vietnam War would have been – The last time this was you know, like yeah, similar. 24-hour news cycle. There's so many anyway, different sources now of getting bombed with different opinions anyway. But the opinion we that. want to hear about tonight <laughs> – is that of um, the really Sparks. good bloke, Chris Brown and um, Jordo? Jordan the really Sparks. good, the really good bloke, Jordan Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> let's pretend Chris um, Brown isn't on this. I don't want to talk about him. Yeah, true. All right, so uh, let's go through some lyrics here. So the intro, Jordan Sparks. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air, air, air. Ooh, oh no. I it am sounds like she's already lost at the air. She's like, oh, no, no. 
It's like, it, well, it, you're fucking doing it right now, so work it out. It, it's some kind of autoerotic asphyxiation shit going mm. on there, I think. Mm. Yeah. We've gone to Hutchins level yeah. already, straight off the bat. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, my first thought was iron lung, you know, that big machine that sort of gets stuck in and, like, <laughs> breathes for you. But even that, it's like, you know, that's still pumping air into you. The iron lung, that, yeah, that's full on, eh? The COVID of the 50s. Um, <laughs> Polio. <laughs> Are there still, there's surely still people in them, isn't there? Yeah, really in, in old people's homes, yeah, still definitely. To this day, from, from then. <laughs> They're still there <laughs> in the lung. 60 years. <laughs> Some people lie. spend like 30 years in the lung. Really? I, I yeah, what, what a lung. life. I've got to be honest with you. I don't even know what an iron lung looks like. What the fuck is it? It's a huge, huge fucking machine. It's a huge lung. looks like an MRI scanner and it literally just like contracts and opens. Are you talking about the the bubble boy in Seinfeld? Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Have you never seen what an iron lung looks like? No, is this like from the 1920s? You mean to say that in about the year 2010, you were about, you weren't 17 years old just Googling random fucking shit at three o'clock in the morning? (laughs) Well, look, the theory is. Because I definitely wasn't. (laughs) Jordan Sparks may have to be in an iron lung to escape Chris Brown. So let's. Let's see what she goes on. All with. I'm saying Chris is it's makes a funny an image to imagine her recording this in <laughs> titular iron. <laughs> From an iron. I shall imagine that for the rest of the song. <laughs> All right. She goes on to say, if I should die before I wake, it's cause you took my breath away. Losing you is like living in a world with no air. Oh, I'm here alone. Didn't want to leave. My heart won't move. It's incomplete. Wish Jesus. there was a way that I can make you understand. Dubby Energy has declared war on Big Energy, who probably support ISIS. If you want an energy drink with no maladextrin, no artificial colours, and no kickbacks that fund insurrections in the Middle East, then look no further. So head on over to dubby.gg and use the promo code 1001songs. That's the number, 1001, for 10% off price of purchase. And remember, kids, if it's not Dubby, it's ISIS. What? It's also, I wish there was a way that I could make you understand, so good fucking grammar, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're, such, you're such a stickler for grammar. Yeah. <laughs> Zav is the grammar Nazi, if I remember. Uh, oh, no, Bev, you like a bit of grammar too, don't you? Uh, are you happy with this? <laughs> I'll, take, it. I'll take the silence as. Sorry, I just yes. came back. I lost you, but I came That's back. That's all right. <laughs> What's the question? He lost me. He had no air and now he's back. <laughs> just had to go for so, a quick breath. <laughs> so... The breath is away. It's supporting the iron lung theory, but now mm. the heart won't move. What's going on there? Oh, cardiac arrest, clearly. Mm. Mm. Of course. She's, she's got um, um, a lot of problems. It says, uh, my heart won't move. It's incomplete. 
So, like, at time of birth, they're like, oh, we just want to let you know, like, it's all running smoothly, but we've we've realised that there are a few bolts missing, but for now, it's fine. <laughs> Down one aorta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's got a hole in the heart. Yeah. It's like when you rebuild something and you're like, oh, fuck, I've got three bolts left, but seems to be fine without them. So... Yeah, yeah, I was born with down a right ventricle. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> yeah. We, we'll go there. So, well, that can't be fucking good for you. Like, you do need a heart and you do need to breathe. This so, is, this, this sounds like a bullshit, post- isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, that, 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 I mean, that, that. it's not even believable. Like, to, 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 to have no air, to be so in love that you can't have air. Like it just, it's, it, it's silly. It's silly. It's, it's really once again, it's a very funny image of someone like talking to someone they love and just being like, <laughs> 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 "What's wrong with you?" My boyfriend broke up with me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> just blowing into okay. a paper bag. It just would be better if the word was air, as in H E I R. H E I R, as in air to the throat. Uh, yeah. Uh, I need to fucking pop a kitty out because there'll be no air. No air. <laughs> I'm I'm tasked with producing offspring to originally yeah, written for the Queen. The this song and she didn't want it. <laughs> she didn't want it. <laughs> Knocked it back. <laughs> so there's a pre-chorus. Um, Jordan goes on to say, "But how? How do you expect me, me, to live alone with just me, me?" Because my world revolves around you, it's so hard to for me to breathe. Well, it, it, it's clear to me that she's me. fucking delusional. <laughs> Codependency. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's she's she recorded this song. How old was she when she recorded this song? Like twelve, and she <laughs> and she was all. And she was already fucking hallucinating on on acid or mushrooms because <laughs> she's she's fucking in another dimension. I'm just is she doing that thing when you're a kid, like where you're trying to hold your breath and swim underwater from one yeah. side of the pool to the other and back to see if you can make it? I was just thinking about stupid shit I did as a kid today. We had um we had this game called. Wheel of Misfortune, where we had a like a chocolate <laughs> wheel, and you'd spin it, and every number that ran up had like a, a consequence, which was like <laughs> um, one of them was a hall of punches, where everyone had to wear boxing gloves down a hallway, and you'd have to walk down it, <laughs> punch, <laughs> <laughs> run the gauntlet. What happened yeah. to just a fucking Cadbury Advent calendar, mate? For fuck's yeah. sake! <laughs> Reminds me of the king, um, the kids' version of King of Beers. It, like, yeah, it pretty much was that. And then yeah. the, the worst one you could get was called The Works, where everyone grabbed your hands and your legs and swung you around the room. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The Works. That's the what happens when you grow up in Dapto, mate. Tell you. It's sort of uh, funny. Yeah. Have <laughs> jackass before it was Jackass, really. <laughs> you uh, didn't have any of that silly shit, did you, Marjay, growing up? Mate, I, I went to the, I was. I grew up in the Shire, in the Sutherland Shire. I, I was got, the only. You got I was the, the only ethnic anyway. per, I was the only yeah. ethnic person in the whole Shire. I was going to say you would have stood out there, mate. <laughs> Actually, contrary to popular belief, I, it, it wasn't like that at all. I, I loved, I loved it. it. It wasn't like that at all, even though it was incredibly Anglo. And yeah. you know, they were bashing Lebos at Cronulla Beach several years later. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, it wasn't like that at all. And then I lived in the eastern suburbs for ten years, which was a bit more, um, 
which was a bit more uh, multicultural. But my father had a business in the Shire. I grew up in Kirawee. You can't get more white. Kirawee is like the Alabama yeah. of, of America, you know. <laughs> but it, it was it's very it was, white. It was great. Yeah, 100%. Well, good on you, mate. Like, you know, that's, uh, you know, what is it? What do they say? I'm very stable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but accepted by the whiteies there in uh <laughs> Good on you. In, in <laughs> yeah. Good well on you done. for being fucking accepted yeah. and shit, you know? Yeah. You, you must have been doing something right. <laughs> so. I think my, yeah, my dad sponsored the local soccer team. That was it, I think. You're like oh, like right Will Smith. Will Smith. Cross, crossing those borders. <laughs> <laughs> the Fresh oh, Prince yeah. of Kirawee. <laughs> so getting into the chorus here, uh, tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. No air. Oh, fuck again with the no air. They're just banging <laughs> on about it. It's always like, it. that's what the song's about. <laughs> can't live, can't breathe with no air. That's how I feel whenever you ain't there. It's no air, no air. Get me out of here in the water so deep. Tell me how you're gone be without me. <laughs> if you ain't here, I just can't breathe. It's no air, no air. The way you yeah, said that see? before, it sounded like you were going, no air, no <laughs> air. <laughs> or like nowhere? Nowhere, can't yeah. Can't breathe with right. nowhere. You know, um, the thing, if you were a psychologist and you knew that Jordan Sparks wrote those lyrics, you'd seriously, there'd be alarm bells going off all over the yeah. place. Oh, yeah, it's very Massive codependent, thing. isn't it? Yeah. And not only and then, that, my four-and-a-half-year-old can write lyrics like this. <laughs> oh, it's absolute shit. And-, and the fact that Chris Brown is involved as well gives yeah. it very sinister undertones, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. It's coercive. Well, Chris Brown's the kind of guy who'd be like, well, let's find out. Mm. <laughs> let's, let's find out. What, well, let's find out how you go with no air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to choke you a little bit. Um <laughs> For a little while, because I love you, and um, you know, we'll we'll take it from there. See how you pull up. Um, <laughs> and she decided Gary, to write a song go. about it, which is <laughs> let's, go, let's keep rolling. Okay, okay. Uh, um, so the post chorus goes: No air, air, oh, oh, no air, air, no, oh, no air, air, oh, ah, no air. Eh. It's just oh, oh, it's it's a dumb concept. It's like how am I supposed to walk with no shoes or like you know, quite like, quite easily. I think it was like how am I supposed to smell with no nose or something like that. Like, <laughs> it's the same concept. It's very dumb. It's this, just- this sorry, this song would have been better labeled "No Oxygen." It would have been a bit more believable. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. What's the weirdest thing that you could say of a body part that that like I'm thinking like tell me how I'm supposed to kneel with no knees? <laughs> how am I supposed to process liquids without no kidney? <laughs> <laughs> tell me how I'm supposed to do little elbow wee wees in the shower without an elbow? <laughs> without my weenus. <laughs> weenus. <laughs> oh Jesus. Well, Brown jumps in, so let's see what he's got to say. He did jump. He did jump. He actually does. He says, I walked, I ran, I jumped, I flew. Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Right off the ground to float to you. There's no... (laughs) Jesus. There's no gravity to hold me down for real, but somehow I'm still alive inside. 
You took my breath, but I survived. I don't know how, but I don't even care. Yeah, so in love. I hate that he didn't rhyme real with anything. Like, there's no gravity to hold me down for real. I am going swimming in the Antarctic with a friendly seal. (laughs) Arctic seal. (laughs) 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 Oh, Jesus. Um, So he walked, he ran, he jumped and flew. Um. Well, this this is obviously cementing his like earlier um, like delusional period where he thought he was a superhero. Chris Brown, he, yeah. he went through that period. That's why he was a bit sort of you know mm. parentheses yeah. or, a, bit, a bit rapey. Oh, <laughs> a bit. Or did he <laughs> feel like he was Buzz Lightyear in Andy's room? <laughs> Falling with style. Right. <laughs> I fell with style in Andy's room. <laughs> well, he's defied gravity. Like, what can't he do? So he can, you know, commit domestic violence in the air. Spend <laughs> time in jail. Yeah. Is, is he in? Bit. Is he in jail? Like, what's the go? Where is no, he? He's still very successful. Is he? Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. For some reason. So, so look, you don't open yourself up to any sort of, you know, litigation here. <laughs> well. <laughs> I think Chibsy said once litigation begins, you know you've you've made it. So I'm trying to um trying to push us further into there. So look, it's another pre-chorus, so it's this like is why I'm, this is why I'm saying we should reach out to the artists before we start to make fun of them to give them a chance to defend themselves. Absolutely, no, do that after. <laughs> We've got all this evidence uh, for you to review, so you can sue us. Uh, check it out. Um. Okay, so another pre-chorus. So how do you expect me to live alone with just me? Because my world revolves around you. It's so hard for me to breathe. Smashes out another chorus and a post-chorus. Something about air. There's whinging about not having air. For fuck's sake, we've heard it time and time again. There's a lot of talk about air here. (laughs) Never ever thought that I could ever make money just by rapping one verse. Chris Brown raps one verse in this. Yeah. And and made a bazillion dollars. Rakes in, yeah. Let me tell you a little fact here that I just found out. If you control F, the word air, on this. It says Chris Brown's a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) No, I said that. 93 times the word air. Really? Fucking hell. Oh, my God. Wow. Enough already. So... The bridge says, no air, ooh, baby, oh, it's no air, no air, no air. Hey, ooh, no air, oh, no air, oh, oh. That was the bridge. Mm. <laughs> and then it's just a fucking whole bunch of shit. No air, and, it's it, it, isn't it? <laughs> and then they pretty much just carry on. So there's another chorus with the same sort of shit. Oh, no, hang on. Um, oh, don't tell me this. There's Tell no more. The, <laughs> uh, fucking hell. It's so long as well. Um, we're almost there, though. Something so, about air, something about breathe. Tell me how I'm alone. supposed to breathe with no air. Can't live, can't breathe with no air. Oh, whoa, no air. That's how I feel whenever you ain't there. No breathing, no breathing at all. It's no air, no air. Got me out here in the water so deep, so deep, so deep. Tell me how you're... Gone, be with me, without me. Sorry, without me. <laughs> what the fuck 
If you <laughs> ain't here, I just can't breathe. It's nowhere, nowhere. Mm. I love how it's all air, air, breathe, fucking air. And then it's like water. Um, okay, back to the air. Like what? It's like Captain Planet. Yeah. You do realise this song probably went double platinum or something. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. find that out in a second. Yeah, you probably helped it. So <laughs> I've never played this song before. Oh, really? <laughs> never. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought you surely would have fucking gave it a couple of spins here and there. I, I would have just skipped it. I skip a lot of songs. I'm a big skipper. <laughs> That's then true. It's, it's like I'm, loving, I'm loving on the radio at the moment they're playing the ABCDEFU one. You know that one? Oh, Gail. That's the one I reckon yeah. at the moment it's, you could turn on two radio stations and you'd probably catch two ends of the song. Oh. It's the censored version. So instead of F you or fuck you, it's um, forget you. Yeah. Oh, it ruins it. Oh, mate, already did that. Yeah. It, it, it shits me, to be honest with you, why? Like, it, you know, I beep out callers that call me a fuckhead or whatever, but it's clear <laughs> that people are calling me a fuckhead or, you know, when the songs have been – you know, uh, edited. You can clearly hear what they're saying, but we just edit it, and that brings attention to the song. You know, it's just, yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. play the song already. Yeah, yeah. Man. No yeah. one gives a shit. Is anyone getting that offended? Come on. Yeah, you get a couple of bloody the 20, you get a couple of, you know, 68 year olds from Murilla that got nothing else fucking going on in their life. <laughs> send in a complaint. Yeah. I'm what the fuck's this, and why the fuck aren't you playing cold fucking chisel case and get fucked? <laughs> no way, get fucked, fuck off. <laughs> What's all I, that about? I can imagine it so vividly in my mind, exactly that. On their, like, um, fucking threadbare couch on their front porch. Kind of like. <laughs> but then they run into you in the shops and they're like, oh, no, nah, you're a great bloke, mate. Fucking love your show. And it's like, fuck oh, off. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I got a complaint actually the other day because I called um, – uh, I said, I called, uh, I said that, you know, you're fat. I, I said, uh, you know, people, are, people are dying that are, that are, that have got COVID comorbidity, comorbidities. Mm. It shows that people that are overweight are, are, are dying. Said, you're fat. So just, <laughs> can't say that. just, just admit it. You're fat. So we've got a couple of complaints. People saying he's not allowed. He shouldn't be saying fat on the radio. The what? fuck out of here. You yeah. can't say fat. Oh, fuck, don't get me started on what, yeah. Jeez, two so. things you can't say, Marjo. There's One of them is you can't say bomb on an airplane and the other ones you can't say fat on the air, <laughs> all right? There's got to be a politically correct word for fat. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> um, and you can't say air in front of Jordan Sparks. Husky? <laughs> a husky <laughs> gentleman? <laughs> well, guys, that's pretty much the lyrics. He- they finish with a chorus. It's about not being able to breathe. And then, <laughs> Surprised. Yeah. And it ends off with a hook and they're claiming that there's no air. So that's, uh, that's how it finishes. Imagine being so in love, so enamoured with somebody, you can't breathe. You'd end up going, fuck this relationship, I'm out. This is a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is actually not making me feel good at all. Like, I'm on the asthma puffer all the time. <laughs> bitch, um, I, bitch, I can't breathe. Get the fuck out. Dental. <laughs> I literally, analogy. when you're around, something fucking happens and mm. I can't breathe. Yeah. So you need to fucking cease. Look, I love you. <laughs> but I really love breathing. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm taking an Axia plan with me everywhere. Oh, um, God. You know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I get uh, it. You got me the jet ski, but I really want to breathe more than I want the jet ski. So, <laughs> yeah. Look, I've, Merry uh, Christmas. Relationship. What's this? Scuba? What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Look, being in this relationship has made me realize something really important. Um, air. It's uh, <laughs> really essential. To- <laughs> One of the fundamentals. Yeah, <laughs> one of the five. Maybe realise how much I I really like it. So yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Ghetto Bird Studio. Do you write music? Do you want people to hear it? Do you want your music to sound less shit than it does right now? If you answered yes to these questions, then you should record your music at Ghetto Bird Studio. We record all types of music. Rap, rock, hip-hop, jazz, jazz fusion, metal, electro, even country. We can't promise that your music won't be shit, but we can promise to make it sound less shit. Here's a before and after. Rub my body and spank my ass. Rub my body and spank my ass. Contact us now at ghettobirdstudio.com.au. Tell these haters. Non-stop music. All right, so there is a lengthy story behind this, so I'll get into it. This song was released on the 11th of February, 2008, and it was written by James Fontelroy II, Harvey Mason Jr., <laughs> Steve Russell, Eric Griggs, and Damon Thomas. Now, James Fontelroy is an American singer-songwriter and record producer and he's best known for featuring on tracks by high-profile artists such as Travis Scott, Frank Ocean, Kendrick Lamar, SCA, Drake, J. Cole, Vince Staples, Big Sean, Jay-Z, and John Mayer. And um, wow. as well as writing, yeah, big list. Uh, and he wrote songs for artists like uh, Bruno Mars, Chris Brown, of course, Beyonce, Rihanna, and Justin Timberlake. How did he go uh, so shit on this one then? Yeah, this this is a real. And the others fun. are good. <laughs> His name um, sounds like a fucking Georgian viceroy. It does too, doesn't it? Her name is James Fortleroy the second. Yes, I'm the Lord of the Manor. <laughs> um, in 2014, the patron and- saint of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I introduced oxygen into Suffolkshire back in 1734. <laughs> uh, um, back then they were breathing in cholera. <laughs> cholera. Cholera. <laughs> many, many of my uh, ancestors <laughs> were raised in the iron lung. But... Uh, <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, we're, oh yeah. It's going to be four hours this episode. <laughs> well, look, he's won two Grammys um, in 2014 and 2018 for best R&B song. So he's no Fuck, Almost he's no 10 slouch. years later. Yeah, he's no wow. slouch, man. Almost 10 years later, I'd say exactly. True. 2008, yeah. Anyway. Um, Harvey Mason Jr., He's actually the current CEO of the Recording Academy, a.k.a. the Grammys. Oh. So he's got a bit of inside pull there. No wonder this song got fucking <laughs> yeah. published. 
Was he, he at the time? Sorry? Was uh, he at the time? I don't think so. So he's actually- Why the fuck don't you know? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> did you not write these notes? <laughs> Oh, look, I skimmed over him. Um, yeah, so. But Don't he does have- um, He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, please. No, hold your question. What's the um, chemical makeup of oxygen, hold, mate? Hold him to the end. It's- well, it's two O- uh, Two uh, parts oxygen. Particles, yes. One part carbon. No, I don't but- know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think you'll find it's just pure oxygen. <laughs> but check out this guy's uh, list of- um, Songs produced. So he's produced songs for artists like Aretha Franklin, Michael Jackson, Denise Williams, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, and of course Chris Lugger Brown. Mm. So for some did- reason, for some reason, I thought you were going to say he's also produced songs for Harvey Weinstein. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can imagine that him and Brownie kind of hung out a bit. Yeah, I bet they together. they were hanging out. Hundred percent. They kind of sent each other Christmas cards and, yeah, shared interests. Snippets, um, of, <laughs> snippets of people's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about Chris Brown. Let's keep going. Yeah. So, so this is pretty cool. So Jordan Sparks, uh, her dad was a cornerback for both the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL. Oh, so she was bought into the contract. That's good. Yeah, so it didn't hurt. Um, she also won American Idol in 2006. Now, oh. this one I didn't know, and it yeah. So, Marge, does this surprise you? Chris Brown is considered the king of R and B. Really, that's I, a big claim. Yeah, I, I, that's a massive claim. I don't know where you're getting that information from. Fucking his own private Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, pulled <laughs> straight off the uh, Chris Brown website. Um, <laughs> I, I had no idea. I, I fucking can't stand Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, God. And um, look, Chris Brown's lyrics, uh, they predominantly uh, address themes like sex, love, sickness, regret, romantic love, fast life, desire. And the difficulty of managing emotions. Mm. Hence the beatings. Something is. We all, you know, have a few problems managing emotions from time to time, but some people kind of punch pillows. Punch a pillow, um, yeah. Punch a wall. Go for a run. Um, punch a fucking dart, mate. Put on an episode of Mash. Get a dart in there, <laughs> but yeah. do do a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, oh, look, I'm doing look. one right now. I'm it's doing great. one now. Oh, don't get me started. Look, look at this fucking disaster. Look, what do we got? Look at this. Oh, oh you seeing that, oh, everyone? Everyone, everyone at home, you're seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> look at that thing. Is that a three thousand piece? What it's is one. That? It's one thousand pa- pieces. So uh, for Secret Santa. I bought this, right, for somebody. You had to spend 15 bucks, and then you do a Secret Santa, a bad Santa, and then I ended up with this. Like, And I, and, and then I said to Kate, my wife, I said, fuck it, I'm going to start this puzzle, which I started uh, on the 28th of December, and I'm still fucking doing it. I fucking love doing a puzzle, hey. It's so, like, it, it's like it, zen, hey. The thing that's satisfying about it is when you click those pieces together. Yep. But there, but yeah. other times you get this piece like this, right? You get this piece <laughs> yeah. and you put it 
you get it and you put it on this piece. Doesn't fit. For those this listening piece at home, Marge is holding up a puzzle piece that has four <laughs> indentations. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. It is neither a corner nor an edge piece. It sits <laughs> somewhere right in the middle. And look, look at this. Look at this fucking piece. Look at these. They're all the same colour. It also right. happens to be blue, which is a very common colour of puzzle pieces because that's usually the colour of the camera that are both purple. And then what, <laughs> what, he has now thrown them and they are now under the table and, and they will be most likely vacuumed and gone forever. And can somebody tell me the point of a puzzle? Once you do it, then you... Chuck it in the box and then you, you throw it. it in the bin. Well, you frame it. No, everyone has the intention. I reckon every single fucking person that does a fucking jigsaw puzzle says, God, I'm going to frame it. And then nah. they never fucking do. Nah. nah My favorite thing about puzzle, one last thing on puzzles while we're yeah. here is a thousand piece are every single piece you put together makes it 1% easier or like 0.001% easier until you're done. Love it. I love it. Like, yeah. You're all about the math. That's the fucking that's weirdest like, thing you've ever said. The gift that <laughs> <laughs> keeps on giving, you know? No fucking shit. No shit. <laughs> you, you could have just said every time you put a piece together, the other pieces lessen and it'd be called, it becomes that's exactly, easier. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> but Bevo's gone down a percentage oh level here. So, yeah. But you're just too intelligent. Well, uh, yeah, so it's a blessing and a curse. Well, I so, happen to be colourblind, so puzzles can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Well, was look, one of the first things we did in the start of lockdown is order one of those puzzles that was just the colour wheel in a circle. <laughs> and oh, it never, ever came because they got so many orders for puzzles that they couldn't see. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We were Still. talking about how, like, puzzle companies would have had this huge windfall two years ago and gone, we've fucking done it. We're yeah, that's it. it. And now they're back to normal puzzle sales. Mm. of. <laughs> well, you know who I really feel for? You know who the the one company I feel for through all of COVID? It's Skype. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. Because they they've been sunk, Skype man. forever. Yeah. That's true. And that's then true. The fucking COVID hits and they're like, Zoom. 100%. Yeah. That's so what true. the Definitely. fuck happened to Skype? That's Skype was made for COVID. Yeah. yeah. And so if anyone here work. works at Skype, then you're fucked up right in. <laughs> well, look. Don't um, call in because you'll lag. But right in. If only Chris had engaged in a puzzle other than other activities, uh, you know. We might not be here today. Who knows what history he would have wrote. But I'm only going to cover one incident from his long rap sheet. So check this out. So uh, he was on Good Morning America at the Times Square studio um, and he was asked about the Rihanna situation and the restraining order. So he actually started crying and became violent in his dressing room during a commercial break um, before he went on for his second performance. He punched the window overlooking Times Square. Then he took his shirt off <laughs> and after several angry confrontations with the segment producer, shoved it up his ass. ass. <laughs> he left the building shirtless. So how many times have we seen a fight kicking off and the first thing is blokes just fucking rip the shirt off, eh? Why do people do that when they want to yeah. have fights? The last thing I want to do when I have a fight is feel the other bloke's skin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's because you you yeah, it's it's animalistic. Yeah, okay. You can't, yeah, right. you can't be an animal with a Button up and a tie on, can you? Yes. You take it off to say, it's like before you jump in the ocean to to save somebody who's drowning. Like, you know, you you take your shoes off, sometimes you you take your shirt off. 
put your phone on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done the the shirt shed, Marjay? No, dude. I've I've been involved in one fight, and that was in uh, at Guy Me High in year uh, ten because Nathan Spillane. I'll never forget. He was oh, he's a fuck. He, he was the dumbest cunt in the he's whole a- school. <laughs> Yeah. I, I remember he couldn't like he couldn't he couldn't do like twenty five plus you know ten he he was really stupid. Oh, Easy thirty seven. All right. He, he, he accused me of having he accused me of having sex with my cousin who was in Ooh. the same year. Okay. And then I just lost it. Did you, tell him, did you tell him, mate? I'm not Hitler. I said, dude, we're ethnics. We marry our first cousins before we have sex with them. How And then. And then I, that was the only fight I've ever had in my whole life. Did you smash him? Yeah, smashed him. Yeah, sick. Yeah, he <laughs> so, deserved it. As far as anyone's concerned, I won. So it was produced <laughs> it wasn't, by the- <laughs> It wasn't an actual fight. It was just a, a series of math equations, and <laughs> I happened to get more correct, so I won. It was, the thing was, it was, in the P, it was in the PE change room in the middle of a change. Like, I think I had my pants Oh, on. the old wet yeah. towel, eh? There's big yeah. problems. <laughs> Quick, down the basketball court. Marge's in a math battle. <laughs> His pants off. <laughs> so it was produced by the underdogs, which is Harvey Mason. And uh, David Harvey Weinstein, there you go again. Oh, yeah, that Harvey. <laughs> so Bevo, uh, mm. can you tell us about the video, mate? I can. Uh, who we got? Who we got? Zav. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh, all right. I bought a new gin glass for my gin. Have a look at that. Oh, beautiful. Fuck is that from an those. antique? Is that from like an antique shop? It is. Yeah. For those listening at home, Xavier has put <laughs> a glass up to the screen. It is a tall tumbler with a ridged. Mid to low section. Rigged. <laughs> For your pleasure. All right. This is the sound of it hitting a wine glass, which I also have on me because I'm an alcoholic. Oh, don't smash him. <laughs> Ooh. Here's the video facts from A to Z, and they're coming at you straight from Ryan B. It's a terrible song, and I know you agree. Music video summary. With Bella. Oh, that's nice. There's nice. oh, a tidy, tidy sound. Um, okay, uh, here's the video summary for Jordan Sparks featuring Chris Brown, no air. How am I supposed to do a video summary with no content? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, there's not there's much nothing. in there, is there? You know when yeah. you're a kid and you're like looking out the window and it's raining and you pretend you're in a music video? <laughs> That's it. This is, yeah. this is that video that you're pretending to be. <laughs> <laughs> What um, number card nothing, was that, mate, in your card happens. game? Um, pretend you're in a music video. <laughs> I have nothing. I remember this video from when it came out because it was the only thing that was on fucking TV. Do you have and any YouTube comments? No, no, I haven't, yeah. Was like, I just I don't, someone... I don't remember this video. Like, I remember the whole video, but I just, there's nothing about it that I think made just... me want to remember it, but it just is, in, it's, yeah, stuck in my head. So. I have no recollection of this video whatsoever. It's extremely forgettable. Here's a, here's a comment. Someone's, I think someone's just hit the middle button on their predictive text. I'm going to read it for you anyway. This is Raquel Miller two weeks ago. Thanks for thought. It was there when you get a chance. Please send me the address and phone number is going to be there at about that but and have anything, some drinks and food and water and the family are doing well and enjoying the weather and have anything going on tonight and tomorrow morning and get back to you tomorrow morning and get back 
to call me when you get a chance. Please let me know what you think. We should just go ahead and order the following. is not a characteristic of a wonderful Christmas tree shop. And then we can do that too, baby girl and baby boy. Mummy and daddy are doing well and the enjoying fuck? the weather and have anything, some drinks and food and water and have anything going. And if we could do the records and you see are you soon and have. That was Raquel Who? Miller two weeks ago. So thanks for that comment, Raquel. <laughs> Very um, constructive. Raquel, can I just no. say, meth is bad. <laughs> don't do not do methamphetamines. I was thought you were going to fucking get to this part where she starts putting in her bank details. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, a, she's a scammer from Tanzania, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. She's a Nigerian princess. Not many, um, negative, not many negative comments in here, though. Disappointing. I got one. It's, uh, it's from Tracy Woods three months ago. It says, we played this at my daughter's funeral service. Beautiful song for a beautiful oh, woman. God. Gone at only 31 years young. Her kids and the whole family miss her every day. Time doesn't dull the pan. <laughs> <laughs> I think That's you'll the- find it does. It's entropy. This is this is this is the unfortunately this is the only time in this song's existence when it's appropriate when somebody's dead. Mm. Yeah, is this a bit sick to play at a funeral? No air. No, it's it's very appropriate. <laughs> like, you don't you don't have any air. You're dead. Is like, it a it's, fucking sick joke? Like, come on. If um, I was at that funeral and I was doing the eulogy, I'd be like. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe without air. And then I'd look over at the coffin and just go, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> yeah. like that. Your breathing days are over, love. Um, yeah. So. No, you'd, 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 like, you'd put it in the eulogy. You'd say, you know, uh, uh, right off the ground to float to you. There's no gravity to hold me down for real. <laughs> like Jordan Sparks said, dearly departed, nowhere. <laughs> you look pretty held down there laying in that uh, box, so you're not floating anywhere. Um, as a matter of fact, check this out. So how fucking shit this video is, it actually <laughs> it won an award in 2008 for the best heartbreak video. Ugh. Can you believe that? Yeah. Anyway, so Bevo. Yeah. Do you have a set list? I do. I do. Uh, so Jordan Sparks played a set on September 13th. Oh, sorry, September 3rd, 2016 at Main Street, Columbia, uh, SC, I'm guessing South Carolina, USA. This is so you're going to say song. September 11, 2001 in the uh, <laughs> foyer of the World Trade Center and the concert was cut short, tragically. There was no air. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> sorry. There was no audience. Um, 12 songs I want to tell you some notes on <laughs> People were jumping from their seats <laughs> All that jet fuel burnt it all thanks for, thanks for tuning in listeners This will be the last episode If <laughs> <laughs> you want to die um, Sorry Bevo yeah. There is a song called The Wobble And the notes here is Jordan danced to the song along with the rest of the crowd You'd want a bloody hope so Good <laughs> honour Anyway so 12 songs set where would you play No Air if you were Jordan Sparks? I, I'd play it uh, probably the, uh, the the third last song. Okay. Okay. So what, that 10th? 11th. Uh, oh, sorry, 10th, yeah. Yep. Uh First. Mad Dog? Uh, I'm going to go like third. Okay. 
Uh, it is the Dan Southern special, second last. Oh, oh, nearly, cover. nearly, Ends Mark, with the cover of "I Want to Dance with Somebody" in <clears throat> Houston. And he would have bloody. If you go to a, a fucking big artist's gig, this is something I've always stood by. If you go to a big fucking artist's gig who has plenty of material, mm. and they finish with a cover, I immediately want my money back. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's bad. Ripped off, man. Hundred mm. percent. Especially, yeah. Foo Fighters are notorious for this at the moment where they have so many hits and so many songs and half the set at the moment is covers and they're not even like their versions of covers. They're just like, it's like they're doing the cover band set. Yeah. That's fucked. The the, the first time I ever saw Pearl Jam, they started off, Eddie Vedder had a wig on and he came out and he started uh, with the Hunters and Collectors Throw Your Arms Around Me. And then he finished that. Yeah, he he threw off the wig and then he launched into Alive. So, and then they were all originals after that. Do you think that may have been an Australian thing, like when Bruce Springsteen does a local cover of? Yeah, definitely. I don't mind that, but it's when when it's like a dedicated part of your set is the cover song. Yeah. When you have so many songs that people want to hear. Yeah, shit. Not, well, not that Jordan Sparks has Dave Grohl, more like Dave stole my fucking money <laughs> for no reward. Fuck, I don't know. Little to no reward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a little bit of legacy here. So the song reached number one in New Zealand, three oh, in the United States. <laughs> not surprising. Yeah, fucking Kiwis. Three in the United States, but oh no, number one in Australia also. What? Um, yeah, wow. Anyway. I was about to say something, but now not. So, so in the US, it sold 3,596,000 copies, making Sparks the first American Idol alumnus to reach the 3 million mark. And also in New Zealand, the song was the most con- commercially successful song of 2008. Wow. Fucking hell. Can that's tragic, man. That's a, that's a blight on society. It is, man. It is. Like, what are we doing here? Come on. Have more respect for yourself. Australia. I lived in New Zealand at the time, and this is I do remember you. this being the biggest song in the fucking world for, for New Zealand. But New Zealand has always had this thing of everyone will just shit pick. Songs. They're just, they'll, they'll pick one song and everyone will be obsessed with it. Rally Whereas, like... It. Which I was going to say in Australia and America and everywhere else in the world, it's usually oh, a whole bunch of people like this song, a whole bunch of people like that song. There's not just one fucking song that takes over the whole country. Yeah, yeah. But so, it appears that that was the case in Australia too. So, um, so I was, like, yeah, I, I was like definitely, heaven. I was, yeah, yeah. Fucking that song's. It. I, I, I was fifty years. <laughs> I, I was on air, obviously, at i ninety eight, so I must have been playing it, but it didn't, it didn't leave an indelible fucking mark in my mm. brain. Well, must have been very memorable for you, mate. Cause mm. <laughs> anyway, quite just- frankly, it was quite suffocating. <laughs> <laughs> it took the yeah. So I like that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was in your uh, it was in your scuba diving phase. Um, so look, I can tell you straight up. If we're going to look at some net worths, Chris Brown, he's actually worth fifty million. Oh, Any surprises just, there? Yeah, I am. I, I, I thought it'd be worth way more. I thought it'd be worth more, yeah. yeah. Court fees, court fees. Yeah, true. So what do you guys think Jordan Sparks is worth? 
I reckon, fifteen million. The cost yeah. of a paddy diver's oxygen tank, <laughs> which is times two, about forty-eight bucks a pop. Yeah, th- so ninety-six dollars. Ninety-six bucks. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say, right. going to say twenty million. Wow, you've you've gone pretty. Hard. She's worth eight million. She. Ah. So yeah. I couldn't name any other songs. Mm. Could you? No. Nah. But it's that idle contract, I guess. They're mm. on the teat, so yeah, <laughs> sucking a dry. Hydrogen <laughs> is another gas I can't live without. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. <laughs> Let's rate this shit. Motherfuckers, this is it. Now it's time to rate. All right, so uh, what what yeah. should we rate this out of air? Yeah, <laughs> out of lung like capacity, air, air qu- quality, <laughs> air quality. Air qu- uh, all right, so a ten means that. The Fuck, air- that's something that I fucking. That's a f- blast from the past with the bushfires, like people <laughs> oh. fucking like. Remember when that was working the out what their fucking air quality was in their bedroom? Oh yeah. Remember doing mm. that? Like, oh, fuck, we're at 17 today. That's fucking 38 better than yesterday. It's funny to think that, that we were very much <laughs> Thanks, Dyson. Main concern at the time. Yeah. That yeah. was geez, a million years ago. And then but, we um, ditched the masks for masks. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Well, uh, anyway. do you know what? I'm going to say 10 is 10 iron lungs. Um, so you actually need That's probably the, the world's supply of iron lungs. <laughs> five per lung. Yeah, true. Yeah. You, each lung is hooked up to five iron lungs <laughs> pumping oxygen into you just to keep you alive, but you have no quality of life whatsoever. One iron lung is not bad because you just need the support of, you know, like a tanning bed style iron lung machine and there's a chance you might kind of break out of it and uh, be able to breathe on your own one day. So 10 is really bad and one is really good. (laughs) 10 basically means that your iron lung that you've ordered has unfortunately failed and you forgot to purchase the extended warranty. So you (laughs) are going to die. You have no air and you're going to die. So Zav, how do you rate this song? 10 shit, one good. Now, let me preface this by saying that there are some real fucks out there in the music industry, right? You've got your John Lennons who are fucked, but have a couple of good songs. <laughs> um, who else is a fuckwit? Pretty much everyone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Chris Brown, no exception to the fuckwit category. Uh, but this song is like a three. Wow. Yeah, this was my jam for like three years. New Zealand, then you're coming out, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. That is some fucking Kiwi. Not only is it surprising, it's it's embarrassing because it's so important. Fucking three out of ten, bro. I can't believe you said that shit in front of Marge. Bevo, what do you reckon, mate? I've decided that any Chris Brown song gets an instant 10. I haven't read the report, it's but it's I can, disgusting. Yeah. yeah, the guy's a fucking yeah. He's a villain. He's, he's a, a fuck. He's a villain. He's a real uh, piece so of shit. So, yeah, instant yeah. 10. The song's shit anyway, but yeah. Yeah. 100%. Fuck you, Chris man. Brown. 
Thanks, Bevo. Yeah, uh, well summed up there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Marge, lay it on us, mate. What do you reckon? Well, you know, again, I I, I don't like uh, Chris Brown. Like, I I feel embarrassed every time I hear a song of Chris Brown. Like, I literally get embarrassed. So you know that it's bad. It's like when you see somebody performing and you feel sorry for them. You're embarrassed. You know that it's bad. And I feel that for Chris Brown. Anybody that wins a fucking uh, a talent contest, there's so many of them. I just don't believe that so many people in the world are that talented. Like there's mm. 48 talent contests in Australia every single year on national television. There's not that many fucking talented people here. You're they've, not talented. They've Forget tapped about the well. It. That's right, yeah. Hey, I can uh, I can hold a fucking tune, Marge. What do you I, think of it? <laughs> I, I, give it I, I, I give it nine iron lungs and that's <laughs> simply because... Jordan Sparks is somewhat attractive. <laughs> so, it's a minus one off the death. Just I'd breathe because... in her mouth if she asked me to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, sa- I'd sample a little bit of her carbon dioxide out breath. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> All right. Well, look. Good night. <laughs> this, Back to uh, the grave I go. <laughs> uh, this for me... Big fat fucking ten. It is such a piece of shit. There's nothing I can do about it. Shut up. The Chris Brown is an absolute piece of shit. I can't listen to anything he says or does. So it was automatic for me. It's mm. just I'm I'm like Bevo. So look, boys, Marge, I've got to thank you so much. It was a pleasure to talk to you tonight. Um <laughs> Do you have anything Tonight, you want to plug or live, today, live? Wherever you're listening, live. Do you have anything you want to plug or, or let people know um, for the couple of people that are listening to this? <laughs> if you're fat, fuck off. <laughs> but, but I, so what, what's the reach of your podcast these days? It's, it's, does it, is it trending, as they say? Is the algorithm working in your favour? How, how's it going? Bevo, if, do you have a couple of stats to share? With- uh, Chibs hasn't shared anything lately, so we must be plummeting. <laughs> we're know. looking at we're looking around uh, uh, close to ten thousand downloads a week. Nice, yeah, very good. Yeah. Well, I, you know, other other than the fact that I'm a, a commercial radio broadcaster, uh, I have my own you know drive show on i ninety eight FM. Uh, you can listen to that wherever you are in the world, obviously via the World Wide Web, or that was my voiceover voice. Or you can also listen to uh, yes, me too, like. Uh, 1.3 million other individuals have a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the Welcome. It's called Welcome Podcast with Marjo Sava. So you can uh, you can search for that and have a listen. In fact, yesterday I, I, I released one, and in all honesty, it's probably one of my best ones. It's Not many people here in Wollongong know this story, but you know, I wasn't even born when this happened, but on the 12th of January 1970, a three-year-old girl was kidnapped from... Uh, Ferry Meadow Beach, body never recovered. So the family and and the 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 brother Ricky Nash, who tried to coax his sister out of the change room that day, Cheryl, he was on the podcast with a retired detective. Wow! Uh, so they they spoke for about an hour and a half. So the, someone was charged. Somebody gave a statement saying that they had kidnapped the girl and that they were at the change room, and then. That never went to court because the judge at the time made a law retrospective 
saying that in 1970 you needed a guardian or a parent to be there, so they threw out his statement. Anyway, long story short, it's Ricky is now 59 and his whole life he's battled with the fact that he blames himself for that, for his sister missing, and she's been missing for 52 years. Nobody, there's no... Wow. Uh, no closure for the family and it was it was actually quite heartbreaking to like a lot of people that have listened to it have told me they've said it's fucking it's hard to listen to but he's he's also been on another podcast called uh fairy meadow on the bbc it's the biggest podcast in the world at the moment biggest crime podcast in the world so i got to interview him yesterday with our retired uh wollongong detective frank san vitale so yeah, I, I enjoy doing podcasts. I enjoy doing them because you get to have these conversations, whereas on a commercial radio show, you can't out of a song. You've got, you know... I was talking about jigsaw puzzles on the... Yeah, yeah. You've got fucking, you know, 30, 48 seconds to mention the weather and do a bit about how you think fucking Jordan Sparks is a degenerate. So, <laughs> <laughs> And then if you're lucky, like... um, Like uh, Delroy from Mr. President, he comes on his on the podcast afterwards and... Yeah, he's a yeah. real cool guy. So come on, George oh, Sparks, get your act together. Yeah, get on there. Well, that come sounds really heavy, but also really interesting. So I'll definitely check that out, man. Yeah, it's good. I, I yeah. interview. I, I talk to lots of different people, man. Like people that have got interesting. Like next week, I'm talking to a guy that's got cystic fibrosis and he's fucking running marathons every couple of days. So wow. Yeah. Oh well, look honestly, that's really cool, and and I can't thank you enough uh, for coming back on. As I said, glutton for punishment, but um, no, I love it. Yeah, always, always a pleasure, mate. So yeah, um, come back for number four, mate. Thanks, boys. Yeah, yeah definitely. Think of it. No worries. We'll we'll do it. All right, in true Chibsy fashion, I'll say thank you to you guys here no and everyone else out there. Go and get fucked. <laughs> Hope you lose your last Fuck puzzle off. piece. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Dan here from 1001 Songs That Make You Want To Die. I'm here today to let you know that our podcast is now available on Patreon. That's right, for as little as $2 a month, you can now support this podcast rather than listen to it for free, effectively stealing the food out of the mouths of our starving children. There's one of them now. So why not join us on Patreon? You get bonus stuff each month and you can even be a guest on the podcast if you want. Now, doesn't that sound better than making our poor children starve? (laughs) Oh, kids are great, aren't they? Anyway, on with today's episode.